0: I've been screaming about this for a long, long time. My beautiful young 17-year-old daughter, Shakaia George, met a young man from out your country that way, from Mount Allen out near Yundamu and fell in love with him at school down in Cairns. And her journey back in 2020 was from Mount Allen to Alice Springs, to Tennant Creek, back to Dumugi, And she died in my arms in Brisbane in September 2020. So this is a systemic problem right across the country. And it's well known, it's well documented, and nothing's been done. That's the problem. That's the fact of the matter. And, and, and until people realize this and actually start taking responsibility and owning up to their part in the death of Aboriginal people, we're never going to get anywhere. I shouldn't have to do, go to those lengths to actually bring it to light. But that's, those are the lengths that an Aboriginal person in this country, a First Nations person, an original inhabitant of this land, has to go to show the plight that we live in. This is 2022, and our people are dying from a disease that is supposedly only for a third-world country. And Dumuji has the highest number of rheumatic heart disease anywhere in the world per capita. That is mind-blowing. The evidence don't lie. The the truth is the truth. It's simple as that. It happens a lot in in remote communities, but but, but it also happens quite a bit, believe it or not, in in the cities as well. In in the cities, the reaction or the... um, the way they react when Aboriginal people walk and present at the counter starts and it it, it it actually their reaction to us kills us. I've been saying this for the last couple of years, you know, we, we beg and plead for the police to stop giving us attention and we cry in agony for the health system to give us attention. And their reaction to us kills us. That's and, and, and it's a, it's it's the truth. Like it's you know, we we we're talking about Remote Aboriginal communities and the hardships of our mob and, and the, the you know, inequality of health care out there mm. is absolutely mind-blowing. That, that, that we are talking about this in a country that is so rich and so wealthy in resources and in, and, and in and I guess, the expectancy of life over here. Like rheumatic heart disease in the white community got eradicated back in the 40s. It's not just RHD, it's everything our mob get. It's whether it's kidney failure. We don't even have dialysis machines in our communities for our mob to get renal treatment, you know, renal units in our communities our mob to actually get treatment on home, on country. Our women no longer can give birth to their babies on country so they can spiritually properly have that connection to land like we used to. They are systematically disconnecting us and ripping us away from our cultural uh, connection to land and belonging. And that is a systematic attack on aboriginal cultural protocols and practices, the proper law for this country. And that's a problem to me. If you can't give birth and have baby on country and you can't die on country, they are disconnecting you systematically from who you are and your birthright. They perpetrate it and they know it and they get offended by their actions. These are the systematic issues that our mob have to navigate and the obstruction is crazy. Trust me, I deal with this every day. I deal with, with native title stuff. I deal with law stuff. I also deal with the old land rights movement stuff. I was born and raised on the wine, you of a land trust up on you know, Northern Territory side, just south of Burulula and Robinson river. That's all my mob. And it's crazy the stuff that I've seen, I've dealt with in my 46 years of life. And if I don't do something about it and speak about it and use my platform to bring about a change, my kids and my grandkids are gonna be having the same fight in hundred years time. And that's not good enough. It will take the powers that be in federal parliament to actually do something and put the money that they get allocated to them to the to the right purposes and, and, and onto the ground to grassroots people where it needs to go. Not pay their friends and all their different sort of white companies and contractors on the way down to do a report or anything else. Back in 2018, the Indigenous Affairs Minister, which I believe was Ken White at the time, promised $180 million to eradicate rheumatic heart disease in this country. And from what I know and what I've seen, I don't think cent's been spent on on the eradication of rheumatic heart disease since 2018. So if, if they start making promises and, 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 and we don't hell hold them accountable or we don't do anything about it, we're just, as, I guess, responsible for the deaths that we're seeing happen. But it, it, it goes more than that. It, it, it goes more than that, right? It, it, it goes beyond having federal parliament and legislation and, and you know, policies being written and put into law to help our mob. It goes to the heart of, be, of humanity, the people that come to our communities, our land, to work with us, stop looking at us as the lowest of the low. You know, in Dumeji, we've got people that come in as doctors and nurses, and they come from a system of class. They were, you know, they were in, invaded, and 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 they live with the class system of the British sort of, you know, hierarchy and the aristocrats of the British world. So when they come to our land and our country, they treat us with the same disdain as the British or the white man would. So people think they're the same color as they're dark or they treat us better. It's actually worse. And when you're living in a class system and and you've got these mob coming into a community with no cultural ideas, no cultural protocols, that causes deaths. That leads to people's deaths. We have to rip it down from its foundation, brother, and start fresh. And it has to have real, meaningful, proper, respectful input and insights from our mob, our proper grassroots mob that needs to be in there and actually making the changes and, 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 and leading this conversation. When it's being led by the white man for the white purposes, it only benefits the white man. And that's the problem. If we're talking about tearing the foundation down, we've got to be truthful. We've got to go back to the original lie and the original injustice of this country, which was Terran and the fact that this country's foundation and, and its federation was built on a lie. There is no Aboriginal people, no First Nation people, no Wanyika, no Ganglita, no pit no Pitjana, all these more, but not mentioned... In the founding documents of this country, which is the Constitution, and gammon band-aid fixes are not going to work. You know, the Uluru Statement or all these other different sort of gammon band-aid fixes with not proper approaches, with consultation on the ground by the people, for the people, with the people, is not going to change nothing until we rip it all down from, the, from, its, from its foundation. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the health system, the police system, the, the education system, the business sector, everything to do with this country, the banking is all set in stone and in concrete from its foundation, only benefit one race of people, and only benefit foreigners that come to our land, not me and my brothers, not me and my sisters. My black people in this country, my First Nations, my original peoples are the one that will continue to be the whipping boys and girls of this country until we rip that down. That's where we need to start. Treaties for all of our mob, proper treaties, meaningful treaties that we want from our, our way. Let's talk about it. Let's actually get it on the agenda on the table. That's where the, that's where the change starts. We've been truthful This country is still illegal and will continue to be illegal It'll be a sick country until then. That's why there's floods. That's why there's bushfires everywhere. Our ancestors aren't happy. Our ancestors are coming up spiritually and turning this place upside down because of the injustice perpetrated on the original inhabitants of this country. And I'll keep holding them accountable for every time they take one of our lives because every time one of our mob dies, that's a library being burnt down. That's an encyclopedia being burnt down. That's our history and our knowledge all gone. That needs to stop. And it stops with us. We are the change that we seek. We are the change. Let's do this. Let's change this country for the better, together.